Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 195 of Never on the Back Foot podcast. Australia defeated India by 21 runs in the third ODI to clinch the series 2-1. With a World Cup looming in the latter half of this year, India certainly needs to iron out a lot of deficiencies and rethink their strategies. On the podcast to join us for a discussion on the same, we have Ronak Kedia. Ronak, just like 1 billion Indians, has been a cricket fan since his childhood. but he got into the sports industry under the influence of his two idols harsha bogle and ms dhoni no prices for guessing the reason currently he is working in the industry as a sports presenter and statistician also out of his passion for the game of cricket that has resulted in him creating a startup called the third man cricket show without further ado let's hop on to the discussion Ronak welcome to uh, Never on the Backfoot podcast first things first how are you doing today i'm good neha how are you and uh, thank you for inviting me on the prestigious uh, podcast <laughs> kind words there but uh, you know our topic for discussion today is going to be quite heavy right now australia mm-hmm. defeated india 2-1 in the three match odi series that concluded on wednesday so what are your initial observations from this series and did you see the loss coming uh i didn't see the loss coming because in indian conditions uh, defeating india is a big ask for any team and australia has been doing it consistently beat last time around not last time last to last time around and this time as but uh, i didn't see it coming this time around uh, especially after the drubbing that we gave gave them in test series i thought their morale would be down but uh, australia as a team uh, you 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 can bank on them to fight back and they did so yes uh, australia did pretty well and i'm a bit disappointed but but uh, more disappointed that we didn't experiment absolutely and that is a point that we will uh, talk about a little later on in our episode 2 but uh, when you look at australia right they lost the opening uh, match of the series again it was a close one but they made a comeback uh, you know leveled the series one on won the third one in uh, chennai to complete that uh, series win so how remarkable was that you know hey we lost the first match but we still came back strong to win the uh, you know remaining two matches and was it expected from australia uh it was expected only from one team that is australia that they will come back for sure and in the first match also uh we saw what kind of fight that they gave but uh, the comeback yes of course australia are known for their comebacks and uh, that they did so it was sort of expected uh, on the expected lines but this kind of drubbing to india uh, was not expected uh, they did uh, better than what the expectation was Right, and you know more than Australia being the dominant side, I think if you look at the men in blue, right, we Assam had a very uh, you know below par batting performance in all the three ODIs, and uh, how concerning is that? You know, in a World Cup year, your batting is uh, kind of struggling, and everyone's not getting going at the same pace. So, how concerned are you? Uh, literally, I would like to say that our batting hasn't clicked for last three four years as a unit. It's it's not just this year or World Cup year. Mm-hmm. If you see from 2017 onwards, since uh, the final we lost to Pakistan, uh, I won't try to recall that. But uh, uh, but since then uh, we haven't clicked as a unit, as a batting unit, uh, perhaps because uh, one or two batters uh, on some games, Rohit mm-hmm. Sharma on some Virat Kohli or in some games uh, lower down the order, Hardik Pandya does the job. but uh, uh, we haven't clicked as a unit as a cohesive unit uh, for a long long time beat in any format not just odis 
So that is a bit of concern that we have right now. Uh, our bowling clicks, but batting is a bit of uh, a bit uh, concern. Yes, uh, they are doing you know not up to the mark uh, for in recent times. Absolutely, and even when you look at India right now, we struggle to chase down one eighty nine in the first ODI. In the second one, we were scheduled for one hundred and seventeen, and this is like the first you know home series loss of this year because we recorded some very uh, you know convincing wins against like Sri Lanka and uh, New Zealand, but uh, we still couldn't overcome a tough team like the Aussies, right? So, what do you think uh, went wrong? Uh. the basic thing which which uh, we didn't capitalize on is uh, perhaps the first thing we already discussed was yeah. batting second is our spin department uh, maybe we can uh, focus that later on the podcast but uh, the biggest concern was the spin bowling uh, their spin bowlers uh, beat even part timers generated much more purchase than our bowlers did so that goes because in test series if we see ashwin was the reference Hmm. Otherwise, Akshar Patel and Jadeja, Jadeja, Jadeja in one maybe match, one odd match, but otherwise he was also not up to the mark that we expect him to be. Uh, so Akshar and Jadeja disappointed in the Test series as well, where conditions were suitable for us, and uh, in the ODI series it followed the pursuit. Like uh, Jadeja had good uh, prospects, but uh, our spin bowling has the has been the biggest biggest uh, uh, concern in the whole series, be Test or ODIs. i think that is the differentiator over there right and we will again you know bring this point uh, later on when we talk about our uh, bowling department and uh, talking about shreyas hai right now he, we know he is like a proper match winner and he is one of the most crucial cogs in our uh, middle order as well now his consistent performances in the middle order did help you know bail the team out of trouble on multiple uh, occasions now he missed the series because of a uh, back injury and now reports suggest that he may be out of action for a lot more months uh, meaning you know the odi team will have to look at other alternatives for your uh, number 4 spot so who do you think uh, can be this replacement pick uh the name that has been doing rounds for uh, quite some time now is sanju samson mm-hmm. uh, Beat uh, in place of Surya Kumar Yadav or Shreyas Iyer's replacement, uh, because Surya Kumar Yadav in the first place is a replacement of maybe you can say Shreyas Iyer uh, mm. was there. Surya Kumar Yadav might not have been playing, but uh, so Sanju Samson is the biggest prospect that we can look at right now. But other there are other options as well uh, in the department. Uh, maybe uh, we can discuss about that uh, prospects in Rajat Patidar, uh, Jagdishan, and mm. other domestic. who have been doing rounds uh, in the circle like in the list a matches that they played but uh, the biggest uh, name as of now is certainly is sanju samson and it is high time that he gets a chance absolutely he is uh, too good a player to you know be uh, away from the radar and not uh, in the playing level and you know when we i'm glad that you brought the point of surya kumar yadav because he received uh, three opportunities to prove himself against you know a tough opposition like australia but if you observe he was dismissed for a golden duck on all the three occasions which is quite shocking you know considering the purple patch he's been in you know through the t20s and everything so what do you mm-hmm. think you know went wrong and what are some of the areas he can work on because you know he probably would have to remodel his game for you know the odi uh, game so what are your thoughts on that uh i believe surya kumar yadav's approach in the odi format uh, going going get going from the ball one has been 
a bit of concern because his technical wise technicality wise he is not uh, in any uh, sort of disarray he's a brilliant batter we know mm. in t20 he has broken all the records of the past uh, so technicality wise he has been doing well but i think his position is a bit jumbled up in, at number 4 if he's trying to do that which he does in t20s at number 4 that is a bit uh, a worry uh, because uh, in all the three matches it was not that the ball was really good to get him out the first match of course second and third match the ball were the balls that uh, were bowled by michel stark and adam jampa wrong uh, respectively were not of that mark that that could have gotten him out on the first ball but his approach towards that and maybe the mindset playing behind is that pressure there is pressure like mm. uh, if he does not perform in one game he might he might get dropped so those two aspects uh, cumulatively might have played in his mind and uh, uh, i think three matches are not enough uh, game time for a player but three matches uh, uh, proved that uh, he d- he don't have a technical issue over there but mm-hmm. uh, mentally he is being uh, stuck over something and if you are going to play at international level you should be able to uh, you know uh, figure that out in a earlier more than more than this day. because in this competitive environment that indian team is it right now mm-hmm. you cannot uh, take chances for granted absolutely it will be interesting to see you know if the team management uh, does persist with him and earlier to you know you brought uh, the examples of someone like a sanju samson or rajat patidar or even rahul tripathi for that matter who can be uh, tried out for this number four spot but do you think uh, the indian management might you know take this gamble and actually invest in these players because the world cup is just that so even if you're getting these players and they'll have to you know Uh, we'll have to test these players out in a couple of series before giving them the green signal for the world cup right so do you think the management might want to look at that uh i think the management uh, uh is a uh, is playing a bit safer because we cannot just uh, uh, say the management did not pick this player or that player hmm. uh they might want to experiment but indian audience as in us uh, are too uh, you know uh, attached with a series loss or a series win if we lose a match we going to bash the player for one match performance and if we win the match we going to praise the or make the player the hero for the for the entire uh, year so those two aspects if the indian audience is uh, so much uh, concerned about recency biasness the uh, the management uh, tries to play a safer approach so i don't think a lot of players would be tried uh, but in my opinion they should be tried but i don't think management will try uh, would try them uh, for Uh, this world cup at least uh, maybe one or two might might be their exceptions because of ipl approaching and uh, india sorry ipl is in india and the world cup is yeah. also in india so there might be one or two ex- exceptions but uh, i don't see management doing uh, a lot of changes for the world cup uh, considering the, uh, the, the because they might to play safer that we gave opportunities to the player that we already uh, that those already were playing mm-hmm. like for instance Suri Kumar Yadav or KL Rahul or someone like uh, uh, maybe Akshar Patel, they might give a longer rope. Just saying that we want to give him uh, more game time, not experimenting too much. So I don't think a lot of player will get chances, but yes, for sure, one or two uh, might be exceptions. Right, I think the IPL is certainly going to be a very important window to see. You know, if these players can slot themselves and make an impression uh, for themselves. 
And earlier on the episode two, you spoke about our spinners, right? Now Kuldeep Yadav and Akshar Patel partnered with uh, Jadeja as you know the spin attack for the series. Now Jadeja took like two wickets in two innings. He maintained a frugal economy rate of four point two one, and uh, the other two spinners, you know, couldn't really keep a check on the run flow. I mean, they got the wickets because uh, you know Kuldeep Yadav got four wickets in three games. His economy was at six point one, whereas Akshar Patel didn't have probably the best of the series, going at seven point four five. So, how would you rate, you know, the Indian uh, spinners' uh, performances? Uh, as uh, as a spinner's point of view, I feel that Kuldeep Yadav uh, should be persisted with because mm. uh, he's our main, uh, maybe a baller who can attack in the middle overs. So he might go for a few runs, like you said. Uh, his economy rate was in the higher six uh, sixes. So uh, that that sort of uh, thing, I don't mind in Indian pitches on Indian pitches right now uh, because. Uh, on Indian pitches, if we see in the past uh, time, not not in particularly in this series, but in mm. past uh, one or two years, uh, a score of 300 or 350 has been consistently made. And uh, in World Cup, I game, uh, I think during that period of time uh, in October, November, I guess uh, 300 would be uh, a pretty decent score to get, uh, mm. uh, you know, to a, to a total about that around those sorts. So uh, an economy of six or six point five, I don't mind at that at all. But uh, wickets, yes, we should look at. And about and uh, about Akshar Patel and Jadeja, I think uh, Akshar Patel has been the most disappointing bowler. But on batting side, he has been the best batter yeah. of the series uh, in Test matches also. So uh, Akshar Patel's bowling has to come to four because that is his primary skill set. And uh, if I have to rate, then I would say Kuldeep Yadav was our best spinner for uh, you know ages and otherwise other two have disappointed me. Jadeja was uh, on a level because he always does that. He might not take wickets, but uh, he always gets the economy right. And that is what he did this series as well. He's not evolving himself as a baller, but he should uh, maybe in the IPL we'll see uh, that. But uh, uh, Jadeja as a spinner should come to the fore, uh, not taking wickets on just spinning tracks, but also how to take wickets on uh, you know a bit challenging pitches. I agree with you that, you know, Kuldeep Yadav should be uh, persisted with because he's again a very uh, good player and his uh, spin really does come in handy. But uh, also talking about Yuzi Chahal and Washington Sundar, right? Now, they two were present in the Indian squad for the series. So, what was the mindset to not use them? Because if anyways, India, you know, could have gone into the second match with a different approach, so probably you could have used them, right? So, what do you think was the mindset there? See, the mindset of management, as I mentioned earlier also, is they are playing safe. Because mm-hmm. Rohit Sharma, after the first or second test match, he mentioned about using Shardul Thakur for the last test match if they go on to win the third test match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they are playing really, really safe. If the series is in our favour, say uh, 2-1 or 2-0, then we'll go on to experiment something. Otherwise, we won't. That is the mindset that management is carrying right now in the ODI series as well. Uh, I would have liked to see uh, us experimenting about the positions. I have been coining this term for like two or three years now that uh, uh, we don't, we should not mind losing one or, or one or two odd series, but we should look to fill the gaps that we have in our squad. Yeah. Uh, because in a, in a pool of maybe 50 good Indian players, uh, we don't have proper three all-rounders who can bowl fast as well bat good. Uh, that is a bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, a joke we can say because uh, 36 domestic teams, uh, mm-hmm. we, we cannot find two players each from each state who can bowl as good as Hardik Pandya does and bat as, a, as good as Hardik Pandya does uh, should be considered a joke uh, because in other countries, they 
they plunder out bowlers like that who can bat a bit in australia england uh, pakistan even pakistan as of now uh, sri lanka bangladesh all the other countries are doing why aren't we doing it is uh, uh, is, mm. a, is a worry of that i am uh, you know i'm facing right now so that is the that is my biggest uh, concern right now that uh, the things we should uh, be focusing on is not about uh, a series win but uh, on a bigger picture like uh, if you see the example of 2011 before that uh, we lost a couple of series but we did good things about including three four all rounders in the top order who could bowl like uh, mm-hmm. Se- sevag he didn't bowl but rena uv all those players used to bowl and again uh, australia is a good example in 2020 when they won the t20 world cup before they lost to bangladesh and all so uh, they were uh, filling up the voids they found out cameron green they found out sam karan they found out players who could uh, uh, you know augur to that role of uh, good good uh, a prospect at particular position mm-hmm. and bcia is not focusing on that they are playing safe because of the public pressure they are getting so uh, it is uh, either ways we have to look at uh, look to you know uh, get this into middle terms that we are not getting right now yeah i mean uh, the batting as we have, as you rightly pointed out is a concern because now shikhar dhawan was uh, you know dropped from the indian odi squad because they decided to invest in youngsters like ishan kishan and uh, shubman gill now shubman gill is an obvious choice because he's been in top form this year but the same can't be said of ishan kishan because we saw that brilliant uh, double century versus bangladesh but after that you know his performances have kind of dwindled now with the world cup fast approaching and you know shikhar dhawan being such a monster in these icc tournaments what are your thoughts on you know getting him back if he has another golden ipl season could he slot himself back in uh, last point that you mentioned about ipl season that is the biggest uh, you know highlight over here that mm-hmm. will he be Uh, getting another chance or another shot at icc tournament that will be the biggest uh, factor right now but uh, uh, seeing how bcci is treating uh, uh, the uh, you know the playing 11s or the matchups or say playing 15s uh, i don't i'm not seeing sikhar dhawan in the in the icc tournament as of now uh, mm-hmm. because uh, ishan kishan as you mentioned uh, uh, he was not performing before that 200 as well before that i guess 10 15 innings he didn't make a 50 and post that he has not been performing as well mm. so that one innings cannot define his place into the 11 uh, i think we should look at another players but uh, uh, shikhar dhawan going back to him would again would would again question our ourselves that we say uh, we have a talent pool of 40 50 players but mm. uh, uh, we keep on going back to those players who uh, has been disappointing us uh, for say two years in the bilaterals and then they, then we go on to say that he can do Uh, good in icc he is of course mr icc for past four five series that we have played it for icc tournaments mm-hmm. but uh, i feel that uh, in my personal opinion shikhar dhawan is not the answer uh, mm-hmm. if he does really excellently well in ipl then uh, maybe we can uh, think of an exception and i my my personal views are that uh, we should not select a player based on ipl performance for a different format mm-hmm. uh, in t20s we can do that but in uh, another format my personal views are very restricted but we can do a few of exceptions if maybe shikhar dhawan has a 650 plus season then uh, then we can consider him because uh, conditions matter as well because uh, you know ipl in indian conditions and uh, world cup in indian conditions so that will matter Uh, only on those perspectives yes we can have a chance but uh, i do i'm not seeing if shikhar dhawan in the in the plans so for world cup fair enough but uh, you know the concern again still stems to the middle order right now virat kohli is like a central figure there and the batting literally revolves around him 
but if he keeps you know playing the anchor role and the others don't really chip in now we saw the series surya kumar yadav didn't fire kl rahul also had, was blowing hot and cold so the indian middle order does look brittle and in the chennai game i think a lot of like frailties were uh, exposed as well so what are your thoughts on like the middle order and how do we solve this conundrum yeah exactly my point and uh, as you mentioned about shikhar dhawan he also uh, used to take time like uh, he fires after maybe yeah. six seven overs but he also takes time and that will uh, not give rohit sharma enough flexibility to uh, uh, you know experiment with things because mm-hmm. right now what he the one thing that indian team is doing uh, good is they are trying to explode at the start like uh, if we see rohit sharma in the second in second match maybe uh, he tried to explode in the third match as well uh, didn't uh, maybe capitalize on it uh, or say carry on um, but if shikhar dhawan comes back in uh, again rohit sharma would have to play restrictive cricket and uh, that would again take us back to 2016 17 eras where you know uh, 250 260 is where a good score but right now uh, 350 plus 350 plus are uh, no are in the uh, in the in the run right now mm-hmm. so those sort of score if we want to achieve then our middle order has to be sorted uh, not our top order because top order has been performing for quite some time and shubman gill rohit sharma and virat kohli are good enough to i think on this pitches at least for this this uh, year itself so be- beyond that uh, at number 4 we had shreyas ayer but if he is not available or say if he is not in uh, uh, that squad i think someone like either a hardik pandya or jadeja should be promoted so that we can have enough flexibility lower down the order in 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 terms of washington sundar coming back in the squad or say akshar patel being, being tried at hardik pandya's place so that we have enough seven at least bowling options and uh, six seven eight uh, batting options as well because that sort of thing would give us uh, because if you see uh, australia they have been exper- experimenting a lot but mm-hmm. indian team is not experimenting on that perspective and i think it is high time that we do that experiment maybe promoting hardik pandya at number 4 or jadeja at number 4 and then see how it pans out uh, later on because if jadeja has the free flexibility of mind that i have batters to follow me then he might have the flexibility that uh, because if you see ms dhoni when he was at number 7 the batters before him had the uh, mindset that we can go helen bounce but right now we don't have that flexibility as who will uh, who will take care of mm. the innings if out that assurance is not there so if jadeja comes up of the order and someone like maybe kl rahul or say uh, sanju samson is lower down the order then he might have that mindset no i have players following me mm. right so and that- yeah i mean and also you know considering uh, the management doesn't want to experiment too much i think and they won't want to tinker too much with the combination as well it's likely that india would go in with you know four specialist batters you have kl rahul as a wicket keeper then you have hardik pandya and uh, ravindra jadeja and then you have your four bowlers at least i think one of them should have like batting abilities and that's where people like uh, deepak hooda or washington sundar come in right so what are your thoughts on like this combination of something that india can try out Yeah, that is what I pointed on last point as well. Like uh, Washington Sundar can uh, slot in, uh, slotted it in number six or number mm-hmm. five, even number seven, so that he can give that flexibility of us having a batter at number seven, not Kuldeep Yadav coming at number seven or say a Yuzi Chahal coming at number eight. Uh, we we should have that flexibility that uh, we have batters following us. That is what uh, was was differentiated between Australia mm-hmm. and India approaching the batting innings because Australia had Marcus Stoinis at number seven or eight. and uh, that gave the other batters a flexibility that we can go for the kill uh, uh, and uh, uh, i think that will be a differentiator and deepak hooda uh, 
I I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the stats that he is carrying in list A. Uh, but in T20s, yes, of course, on that performance, I would slot him in as well. He can be considered as well at uh, at that uh, number six seven position. But uh, I would prefer personally right now in ODI formats, uh, Washington Sundar over Deepak Hooda. Fair enough. And uh, another major, uh, you know, concern for India has to be Jasprit Bumrah. Now, in his absence, India still uh, can make do. We have, uh, you know, our fast bowlers in the form of Mohamed Siraj and Mohamed Shami, who have been super impressive in uh, this series. And they're likely to even play in the World Cup as, you know, our frontline uh, pacers. And with Pandya, Hardik Pandya, you know, likely to chip in as a backup, I think we do look uh, solid, right, on that front. Yeah, our bowling was never a worry of concern for us because the matches that we have won in the past three, four years, the mm -hmm. maximum uh, amount of matches that we have won is through our bowling, I might uh, say. Because because if you see uh, the times we have restricted uh, teams under 300 is is lot more than other teams maybe. If I'm not, I'm not, I don't have the exact stats, but that is what my memory serves me, so if it mm -hmm. serves right. Uh, so, so uh, I believe our ballers have been our forefront, be it in test matches, in ODIs or T20s. They have bailed out, bailed us out more often than not. So, mm -hmm. our bowling and that aspect looks sorted. Uh, yeah, on that front, if you ask me if they are solid enough, yes, they are solid enough. Uh, just that one more flexibility, if they can get in the low, in the top order, it would uh, minimize the pressure that they have mm -hmm. because uh, having seventh bowling option would be a delight in ODI format. In T20s, you can do with six, six options that you have the sixth option. But in ODIs, if you have one an, another option that you have, because uh, in ODIs, six bowling options are always required. Uh, mm -hmm. You, you know, uh, the fifth and sixth ballers are not always your complete ballers. Uh, you, they will chip in with four, five overs, four, five overs. So you are practically bowling with five options. The seventh options create the difference between a good team and a best team. Mm -hmm. So I believe if we get that flexibility in our squad, I uh, I think we will do good. Just one that little bit. Absolutely. And that's where a team like Australia comes under focus, right? Now, the way they build on their uh, talent pool and the way they build on their uh, squad composition too, it's, I think, unmatched. And if you had to look at Australia in this series, what do you think, you know, really worked well for them? Can we expect a similar performance like this in the ODI World Cup? Uh, yes, I do agree that Australia uh, can put up a similar performance in World Cup as well because uh, the kind of team that they have built and the flexibility they have uh, generated, like uh, uh, their whole top one to top batting number eight uh, can come in around yeah. any time. Like this head can come at number six or say Marcus Tony's can bat at number one or by open the innings because he has done in the past and they are flexible with other batting orders as well. So, uh, their their uh, you know context of building a team has been really solid for the past two three years and they have been looking at this from a, a, a larger perspective for a, because if any team that is looking from larger perspective towards the ODI World Cup there are two teams England and Australia and that is why they are doing so good uh, in all the formats that they are doing um, so yes Australia might replicate the same performance in ODI World Cup and uh, this might be a cracker of World Cup uh, considering uh, you know all teams are getting prepared because earlier what used to happen is uh, mm -hmm. like uh, in ODI World Cups in Asian conditions, Asian teams used to dominate and the Australians, the English or the New Zealand people felt left out. But this time around, uh, we have good competition from England, from Australia, from New Zealand, from South Africa and uh, Asian conditions, Asian teams would do well. So I am expecting a cracker of World Cup. It would not be a cakewalk for any team.
Absolutely. And even when we focus on Australia, right? Now, Mitchell Stark, Sean Abbott, Nathan Ellis, they had a massive uh, impact in the series, you know, getting wickets, especially uh, Stark. And uh, now we also have uh, Josh Hazelwood and Pat Cummins who will uh, join the team. Now you also have Adam Zampa and Australia anyways is blessed with, you know, an abundance of brilliant quality all-rounders. So do, do you think Australia will obviously come into this World Cup as one of the best uh, bowling attacks if, you know, everyone is fit? And I think they can challenge any team on a given day, right? Yeah, they can challenge any team as they did India and Indian conditions. So uh, I don't think there is a bigger challenge in the world right now to challenge Indian mm-hmm. team in the Indian country. They mastered it. If not for the first two matches in Test Series, they would have uh, you know uh, entered us uh, a bit on that front as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I think Australia did pretty well and uh, they would uh, look at doing the same thing in the World Cups as well, considering their team combinations that they have built, uh, that is top class, and especially when you talk about their bowling combinations, mm. uh, that is to die for because uh, Pat Cummins, Hazelwood, Stark, uh, Zampa coming in full form, uh, and uh, especially with, with that, uh, you take on four or five bowling options that they have as, as a part timers Glenn Maxwell, Stephen Smith, Marcus Lavush, uh, Manas Lavushin, uh, Marcus Toynis. Uh, mm. Everyone can chip in. Even Travis had uh, chipped in uh, nicely with his uh, bowling. So, 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 uh, five bowling options beyond that uh, is is gold that they have, and uh, four. Their their prolonged pace attack is uh, something which uh, which they have built upon their you know uh, legacy that they have built upon. So uh, yes, Australian um, contingent is looking deadly right now, and uh, especially after this performance. Uh, but I would like to point out one uh, thing that uh, mm-hmm. we are not looking at right now is uh, Stephen Smith's captaincy. Yeah, uh, That might be a big differentiator because Pat Cummins' captaincy and Stephen Smith's captaincy is, uh, is a stark contrast of day and night uh, because uh, his field placements, his planning, because Jadeja was out, uh, if I'm not wrong, in the last match. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was out four or five uh, overs prior to what he got out. Because Stephen Smith was planning from that moment itself, though he was dropped at the first glance, but he was already, uh, you know, in shambles in Stephen Smith's uh, web that he built around him. So uh, Stephen Smith's captaincy would be the bigger for forefront if Stephen Smith is given the captaincy for the World Cups. Otherwise, Australia with Stephen Smith's captaincy and Australia with Pat Cummins' captaincy would be a huge difference in the World Cup, I believe, in my personal opinion. I think it's going to be an interesting one to see what the management opts for because their heart would say, hey, you know, let's go ahead with uh, Steve Smith. But, you know, Pat Cummins has uh, been a good uh, captain as well. So let's see how that pans out. But another point that you brought up was how Australia has like batting till seven. That's thanks to their all-rounders. And uh, I think one factor that really works well for Australia is their flexibility, right? Now you have Mitch Marsh and Travis Head who stepped up in the first two ODIs when uh, David Van Warner uh, sat out. And uh, I think it's the flexibility that really helps them, you know, like win almost any game because you have quality players who are coming. So what did you make of that? And do you think India should also, you know, try to uh, bring out this quality from their players of flexibility? Yeah, India should do. But India is not... uh... I might not start a debate over here, but <laughs> India is, is not flexible enough with experimenting with their star players. Mm-hmm. Now, if you talk about uh, maybe Rohit Sharma or Virat Kohli, uh, would you ask them to bat at number 5-6? You should, but uh, you won't. Because uh, uh, the, the younger players, they are more capable of uh, hard hitting in the uh, up front mm-hmm. of the innings. 
not saying about the quality of innings, but uh, if you say rawness of the innings, then maybe Ishan Kishan, Shubman Gill, uh, Suri Kumar Yadav, or those sort of players, when they don't have the baggage in their mind that uh, uh, I don't have a player to follow, maybe even Suri Kumar Yadav, if he opens the inning, then he might play differently because he have four or five, four or five overs to, you know, look around and then maybe start on hitting. And then uh, he might uh, also think that I have Virat Kohli to follow. Mm-hmm. I'm not following Virat Kohli, but Virat Kohli is, uh, is there to follow me. So he might, uh, he might uh, you know, hamper the uh, casualties that, uh, that might happen in the innings. Mm-hmm. So uh, that flexibility that, that Australia has, uh, we should also experiment, but we won't because uh, we are not a cricket-loving nation. We are cricketers-loving nation, uh, to put it in a simpler terms. Uh, uh, so so that uh, that will not happen. And BCCI, I don't think, or the management has the has the uh, flexibility or the guts to speak to the players that uh, we need you at particular position. Because if Rohit Sharma comes down at number mm-hmm. six, just imagine the confidence that the players coming before him would have that I have Rohit Sharma following me. Because he can hit uh, balls for sixes for fun, Rohit Sharma, in any ground of in, in the world, not in India just itself. So if any player has that mindset, then he might go bonkers in the start. And uh, we might see a different uh, mindset, like like England did with Josh Butler. Uh, in T20s, he opens the inning, but in ODIs, he's asked to you know uh, uh, bat at number 5-6 because mm-hmm. he can do anything in, at, at the position. So so those kind of flexibility, if India persists with, so they, they will have uh, results. But I don't think that is happening in the near future or say anytime. We, we have to stop making superstar players. We have to make mm-hmm. star players, but superstar players or superstar status until and unless India uh, India does not stop that, uh, a, a position will be fixed for any player. They would like to fix a position and they would uh, be hellbent on playing on that position itself. Uh, because if you ask a Shubman Gill after maybe two years or three years, he would not like to bet a bat at number three even. So, uh, yeah, I, I believe Australia's flexibility in David Warner being coming at number four, being the star batter for over 10 years or a decade right now, and uh, just coming at number three or four and uh, dropping down. Because Australian cricket gave a statement to Stephen Smith again mm-hmm. in, in two, or two or three years back that uh, uh, Stephen Smith, uh, if, if he does not perform well, he will be dropped or say uh, demoted to number other, other position. That was the statement by Australian media, mm-hmm. not Australian, yeah, Australian selection panel. So, uh, that kind of a statement we cannot expect from Indian uh, continent. Absolutely, because here most of the cricketers have, as you rightly said, superstar status and they're all cult icons. You know, you just can't do anything to upset them or it just ends up in feuds and very ugly uh, controversies as well. And even when you look at India's ICC record, now we haven't won uh, the event since the 20... We haven't won any ICC event since the 2013 uh, Champions Trophy. Uh, we have choked in very important, uh, you know, knockout games as well. But we have this uh, World Cup that's happening on home soil. So do you think this could be the best chance for India to end that drought? And do you see it happening this time around in spite of all the you know problems we've spoken about? Uh, as an Indian fan, I will always look at the positive sides that we have. I always look at the glass half full hmm. rather than half empty. But uh, in a, on a serious note, if I dissect the problems that we have, we have more problems that we have solutions right now. Hmm. So... Uh, it would be a big task because the amount of pressure that the players would be in. Because mm-hmm. if you see uh, what players think about in the past, like Sachin Tandulkar or say Virendra Sevag, uh, they always used to get questions uh, uh, before the 2011 World Cup that when are we winning or say are we winning or say are we winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those times social media was not prevalent. But right now uh, in the environment we live in, uh, it would be hell if we uh, do anything wrong uh, in the World Cup. So the pressure that every player, not just one or two players, every player would be under is would be immense. And 
if india can jolt with that pressure then no no team can beat us beat us uh, in this environment if that pressure is uh, taken care of but i think that pressure might play a big role in our you know uh, maybe we might uh, obviously reach reach the knockout stage but post that the pressure would be doubled or tripled or uh, quadrupled uh, so uh, i have high hopes but uh, as as uh, as uh, someone who dissects the game i i am not seeing it happening this time around likewise and it's going to be a tricky world cup for us but as the optimists we are we will hope for the best and on that note i'd like to draw curtains on this episode thank you so much ronak for joining me on the podcast and enlightening us viewers with your amazing uh, views here's hoping i can have you back again and until next time take care and bye thank you so much for having me thank you thank you so much listeners for tuning in for this episode and for your unstinted support please follow and press the bell icon on spotify and subscribe to the podcast on google podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned do check out at the rate never in the back foot on instagram and at the rate never in the back foot on twitter for the latest facts terminology retweets fresh tweets and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.